basically saying that every species of male can smell when females want to have sex, except for humans. <laughs> Why did you get that, fellas? You know? <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice to take a girl to a bar, buy her a drink, bartender, like, hey, want me to keep the tab open? Hey guys, it's Dr. Adam Martin, and you are listening to the Fit Pharmacist Podcast on the Pharmacy Podcast Network. So, what is the Fit Pharmacist? Is it a person? No, it is a movement in the profession of pharmacy to be better, to deliver your full potential. The core belief is this, if we're functioning at 100%, our relationships improve, we become energized in our career, and live a fulfilled life. And that is why I have a special guest on the show today, Maurice Shaw, the doctor of comedy. So guys, this guy is super special. Not only is he a manager, uh, full-time pharmacist at Walgreens, but he is also a professional stand-up comedian from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, Maurice attended University of Wisconsin-Madison for undergrad, then went on to earn his doctorate of pharmacy from Chicago State University College of Pharmacy. If that wasn't enough schooling, he went on then to complete a PGY-1 community pharmacy residency with the University of Iowa Hospital and Clinics. It was his ability to make his patients laugh on a daily basis that actually made him decide that maybe he has something going here and pursued stand-up comedy as his calling. As a pharmacist and stand-up comedian, Maurice's experiences from being a pharmacy manager in some of Chicago's most dangerous neighborhoods makes his comedy routine very unique and a must-see. Man, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Oh, dude, it's a pleasure. I've been laughing my ass off for years, and I'm like, I got to get this guy on here. <laughs> so <laughs> I appreciate you taking the time to be on the show here and uh, really help other pharmacists and pharmacy students uh, find their calling and their unique assets and bring that to not only improve their life as a pharmacist, but also the lives of their patients. Um, so I'm excited, man. Thanks for being here. My pleasure. So one of the things that you say, and actually I say as well all the time, is laughter is the best medicine. As pharmacists, we deal with you know tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of different medications, but we still come back to laughter as being the best. And you're the expert. You're a professional stand-up comedian and a pharmacist. So there's no one more qualified to answer this question. Laughter is the best medicine, but why is that important? What value does that provide? Um, to me, laughter is so important because it's something that I think everybody needs daily. Um, life is stressful. There's really no way around that. We all have different forms of stress, but if we can just take things that may seem stressful and find a way to kind of laugh at it. I think it just makes everybody's day better. Just our pharmacy is stressful. And a lot of times the technicians and other pharmacists are stressed out and I'll make a joke about a situation that just made one of my technicians angry and upset. And then, you know, five minutes later, they're just laughing about it. So sometimes you just have to take things that life bring you and try to maybe find like a, funny aspect or view about it and then you 
realize that what you were so angry about and so frustrated about when you laugh, once you're laughing at it, it really wasn't that big of a deal in the first place or it wasn't as bad as what you thought. So I feel a lot of times when we can find laughter out of stuff, we can find out that what really upset us or made us angry really wasn't as big of a deal as what we thought it was. Hell yeah, man. I say that to my techs all the time, especially this time of year. You know, insurance is changing. Every single person, you know, there's a lot of extra attention, a lot of hold up. Um, so there's a lot more workload, right? Um, and it can be easy to get stressed out, but I just, I just fall back on the humor. And every time it just snaps people out of that mood. Um, they just, you know, start laughing to get back to, okay, you know, that was stressful, but, you know, we're here now. We're going to have a good time because you're going to be there anyway, right? So you might as well enjoy it. So I, I totally resonate with that, and I adopt that in my own practice. Yeah, um, not on a professional level, though. I mean, I'm not stepping on stage as of yet uh, in the bodybuilding world, yes, but not, not with the mic. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that actually leads me to my next question. So how do you find that balance to be not just a pharmacist but also a comedian? Um, there's a lot of people that are pharmacists or you know, going through pharmacy school that have other passions, and they're a little concerned about, you know, being able to do both. Um, so what are some tips, suggestions that you have um, that have enabled you to do both pharmacy and your other uh, passion of being a comedian? Um, well, I knew I really wanted to, to pursue stand-up comedy. But a lot of times, in, well, at least in pharmacy school, or even when you're starting off as a pharmacist, it's kind of hard because of your schedule. What so what I actually found out is once I became a pharmacy manager, I pretty much had a, my work days were longer, but my schedule was set. So mm-hmm. I already knew like pretty much for the whole year, these are the weekends that I'm off. These are the days that I open. And I could like basically set my schedule because I was the manager. So um, if you're able to find a way to f- make your job where it's structured, even though like becoming a pharmacy manager, I thought it'd be extra work, but because it it gave me a way to structure my schedule, it actually gave me more time to do stand-up comedy. So I just kind of do my comedy around my work schedule, but being a pharmacy manager helped me kind of structure that. So if there's a way for you to kind of get your schedule structured, it makes whatever you want to do on the outside of the pharmacy world a lot easier to accomplish. I agree with that, man. Um, having that set really allows you to plan. So uh, if you have like a gig coming up in a couple of weeks, but you know what your schedule is, you can, you can make it happen. Um, so I, I definitely agree with that in running my nutrition consulting business. Um, I, I approach it the same way, you know, scheduling talks. Because I have that, that structure of the pharmacy job, it allows me that flexibility to pursue my other passions and really work that in. Um, so I, I think that's great advice. Now, when it comes to that other part of being a comedian, you don't just you know pop out and all the people are waiting to hear you, right? You've got to develop that over time. You've got to build a brand. You've got to build your identity um, and really create a following. Do I understand that correctly? C- correct. Okay. Uh-huh. So how do you do that? Like, where do you get started? Let's say someone has a passion, you know, a couple friends have said, oh, you're, you're really good at this. You should look into it. Where's a good place to start? Um, like how, how can you start building that, that brand of yourself? Like what, where would you say is a good starting ground? I guess it just depends on your, your platform. At first I started out doing 
just stand up comedy at open mics. They have these things called open mics where it's pretty much a bunch of other comics and you get a, a few minutes to go on stage and tell jokes. And I used to go up there and tell goofy jokes and things like that. And, uh, one time, uh, a com- a, another comic, he saw me reading these note cards and he goes, oh, are you trying to memorize your set? And I said, no, these are actually, um, they were like, uh, flashcards I had made because I had, I had, a. I believe I had like a kidney transplant exam coming up. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> dude, like, wait a minute, out like me. <laughs> yeah, I was sitting there listening to these other comics as well as studying for my exam in pharmacy school, and he was like, "Wow, you're actually a pharmacist or about to become one." But you, you know, you, I've never seen you talk about it on stage. Why don't you talk about that? That's actually kind of interesting. So every time I would go on stage, you know, I tried out one pharmacy joke and. People thought it was funny, so then tried to do more and more and more. And every time people were like, that's all that, that's all they want to hear about is me talking about pharmacy. So I just kept trying to work on that. And it takes time because with comedy, it's it's a lot of people that you probably meet day-to-day tell you stories that are funny, but if they were to go on stage, if it, the joke is not structured properly, it, it doesn't hit like the punchline has to go at a certain time. You have to say things at a certain time. So it takes a long time just to get a one joke to work. So you just have to keep working at it and working at it until you get like a solid five minutes. But to get a solid five minutes can take like six months of just going to these little open mics where you only get like a minute here, two minutes here, three minutes there, you know, in front of other comics, you know? So, um, you just have to keep working at it, working at it, building it up. And then finally, eventually, hopefully, when you get to the bigger clubs, they'll they'll see your work. They'll give you an opportunity. They feel like what you have to say is not only funny but unique, which I think helps me out because there's not a lot of pharmacist comedians that um, that kind of like set me apart. Um, in terms of YouTube, YouTube um, to build your brand, it's something that I've learned that you have to stay with it and always kind of put something out, even when you're tired. Um, I, I would put out a video and it would get a lot of hits. And then when I first started off, I just wouldn't do anything for a while and people forget about you. And I just kind of learned with it when it comes to like YouTube or social media or Instagram, you just have to really stick with it and try to consistently put something out so people don't forget about you. So consistently working at your, um, whatever you're doing of the social media, online standup, just try to consistently do something. Even if it's something small every week, just do a little bit, and then slowly your 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 brand will build. The more that you kind of work at it and kind of get it out there, and um, another another good way to build your brand is through Facebook. I feel because there's a lot of different Facebook pages and groups that have kind of helped my name grow, and I kind of just search them out. Anything that did do anything with pharmacy, I found them. And I would just send them my little videos that I created or my stand up, and a few of them actually will say, hey, we'll post this. This is great content. And sure enough, I think since I've been posting all my YouTube videos, I have almost 500,000 views of all my videos that people have viewed. So it's just, you just got to really stick with it and uh, keep working on it. And then once you start to really build something, try to network and branch out from there. Damn, you said some really awesome points that I just want to highlight. So as far as building your brand to a point where you know you have some recognition, you, you've got some momentum going, it really comes down to nurturing through consistency. Um, so what I mean by that is basically just putting in the work. 
So, you know, day in, day out, the daily grind, I guess you could say. Um, and being true to yourself. Like you said, like, you, you didn't even realize. You're just, you know, doing your comedy set. Um, and it just by happenstance, someone's like, you know, what, what are these note cards? You, you remember getting your set ready? You're like, no, no, no I got a pharmacy exam. You know, nerding out. Um, and he's like, dude, you do that. Like, that's what you do. Do that. Like, that's who you are. And you just embrace that individuality. And not only did it deliver, and people thought it was hilarious, because who doesn't love a good pharmacy joke? Um, but it, you, like, own the niche. Like you said, like, there's, like, no competition. Or if there is, it's very minimal. Um, so that kind of is, I guess you could say, where the brand came from, which is really cool. Because you're embracing who you are. You're using the talents, the assets that are inherent with you and that, you know, you you do on a daily basis. So why not tap into that? Which I, I think that's awesome um, to see someone in our profession that's, you know, leveraging that uh, in, a, in a different way to entertain people because it's all about, you know, giving back to the patients. And if you can make them laugh, that's, that's really invaluable, especially if they've got, you know, serious diagnosis or they're going through some serious treatment. Um, a, a good laugh or a smile can really make a whole a person's day in reality. Um, but I, I think what you said next was really important, and this goes back to uh, what Dr. Mike Corvino and I were talking about on the last podcast about what's your edge. Um, so many times in pharmacy and just healthcare in general, people are scared of social media. They're like, oh, no, I don't want to, like, I'm not allowed. What, what do you mean you're not allowed? Social media, like that's your brand. It's where that's where people connect. It's where people find you. It's where you can network. Um, so I, I just want to point out to you guys, like it's really important to build your brand, to get out there, to network, to utilize and leverage social media. Now, again, we want to obviously be mindful of HIPAA and all of the common sense things, but I think that you know Maurice is really pointing this out that in order to build your brand and to build that network, you have to utilize social media. Um, it's such a great tool. It's free and it's effective. Um, you said you have over five hundred thousand views, which is amazing. I need to I need to get some tips after the show here on how to beef that up. <laughs> um, but no, I just want to like share with you guys like this is a recurring message on the show is really use social media. It's a great way to meet other people and to grow and leverage your own mission. So those are some great tips, Maurice. Thank you for sharing those. Um, I just wanted to recap them because I think they're really important and I just want to make sure people get, get those, um, which actually leads to the next thing is, you know, you're a comedian telling jokes um, and a lot of times some people can take rules and regulations too far where they're like super stiff. Uh, you, you know what I'm talking about? Sometimes you'll meet uh, people in pharmacy that are like super stiff and like they have no personality, no character and like, oh, these are the rules. Uh it's no fun, man. No techs want to work with people like that. No patients like have fun. It, it just kind of mauls out the job. Um, but the question that those people have that they don't answer, I guess it's out of fear, is they don't want to create a conflict of interest with the company they work with. They, they want to stay professional, but they take it a little too far. Um, so they just become like stiff. Um, if that, does that make sense to you? Have you, you know, have you seen stuff like that? Yeah, I I mean a lot of, a lot of times, you know, people get nervous whether it's even like Facebook, 
you know, I'll talk to other pharmacists. I was like, oh, that's hilarious. You should share that. No, I don't want to get in trouble. Why would you get in trouble for sharing what happened? I'm, you know, it's not like you're putting the patient's name and, and date of birth and, you know, all their personal information. Like, it's a funny story. Just share it. You know, I I do it all the time. I, I mean, people get nervous, but, I mean, we're, we all know what's HIPAA and not HIPAA. So, I mean, as long as you don't violate that, um, the rest is just – to me whatever yeah oh man and uh mike and i were talking about that on the last show where people are like oh no i gotta get a residency like they look at social media and he was saying like if you're stupid enough to put a picture of you like doing a keg stand on your facebook and you're going for residency then i'm sorry but you're too stupid to get a residency like come on it just comes down to like common sense right um and yeah. just you know follow those basic rules and it, it'll go from there um, but again, guys, like you don't have to be scared. Like, you know, obviously don't be stupid, but social media is an awesome way to grow your brand, network with people and just, just grow as a professional. Um, and that leads me to the final point with the show, uh, Maurice is you're a very passionate pharmacist. You're a manager at Walgreens, right? Um, and you're a very successful comedian. You own that niche of like comedy and pharmacy. Um, you're up there with Z dog, man, Mr. Physician. Um, just, you know, that, the comedy. So a lot of people have this, I guess you could say a crossroads where they want to be good at pharmacy, but they kind of separate their other passion, their other calling, and they feel like they have to choose one or the other, but you're doing both successfully and you enjoy them both. That's, that's what's important. So what advice would you give someone, uh, in healthcare who feels like they have to choose between, you know, my passion or my professional, uh, what advice would you give to someone on how to live their passion rather than be regretful and have to set themselves back? Mm. I would say if you do something that you're passionate about and there's a way that you can integrate it in, into your daily job, totally do that. Um, I love pharmacy but I also like comedy, and I was always trying to basically keep those separate until I realized bringing those together was actually the best thing for me. You know, all my experiences and working in different pharmacies in different areas, I always thought that being a pharmacist was making me a better comedian, but also being a comedian was also making me a better pharmacist because getting in state on stage in front of 100, 200, 300 people sometimes and not to get nervous and to be able to take a message that I want to convey and convey it effectively made me a better pharmacist when it came to, you know, educating patients on drug interactions or any of the questions that they had. So being a pharmacist also made me a better comedian and being a comedian also made me a better pharmacist. So if you're passionate about something, find a way to integrate those together and it'll make you not only better at what you're passionate about, but also will make you a better pharmacist as well. I agree with that 100% man. Cause if you're in my view, like if you're true to your passions, they're going to merge and they're going to overlap and whenever you excel or put the time and work into growing in one sector, that's going to carry over to the other. So regardless of what you're doing, as long as it's, you know, helping other people and you're doing something that you love, that's just going to grow one area from the other. 
And I think that's an amazing thing. So that's kind of where I wanted to drive this home is you don't have to choose between one or the other. You can live your passion. You can be professional. You can do both. It's just putting the time in, being consistent, staying true to what you love, and just having fun. Like it's life, man. You got to have fun. You got to step on that stage. Even if it's with your kidney transplant, no cards. <laughs> I love that. So I, uh, I, I really agree with what you say, man. And I, I really am grateful for you being on the show because it's easy to talk about these things, but to put it into practice, especially when you know, you're a manager at a community pharmacy, um, it's not, not always easy, but I'm sure you can attest that it's very rewarding in your day-to-day life. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> and that's actually where I want to lead next. It just ties together. Um, people who want to follow your journey, they want to learn more about what you do. They want to watch your clips. They want to follow your journey as a comedian. Where Where are you at on social, man? Do you have a website? What's your YouTube channel? Shoot those channels out so we can follow you. Okay, my YouTube channel is Rx Comedy. Um, you can go to my website, maurishaw.com, check out clips there. Um, you can follow me on, on Twitter, funnyrphshaw. Um, you can also send me an email if you want, uh, doctorofcomedy at gmail.com. You guys can follow me there. I'm uh, constantly uploading new videos to my YouTube channel. I'm actually working on... Uh, a skit now where you could take patients on the Maury Povich show and do the lie detector test. How would it go? So <laughs> <laughs> finishing up uh, that lie detector scene, he's, he's famous for with a customer who lied on the pharmacist. So working on that, check that out. That should be out later today or tomorrow. That's about it. That's awesome. <laughs> I like that. Maury Povich. <laughs> Will we be the father? Will we not be? You have to tune in next time to find out. This has been the Fit Pharmacist Podcast, part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Maurice, thank you so much for your time for being on here, man. Thank you. All right, guys, we will catch you next time. This is Dr. Adam Martin at the Fit Pharmacist. so impatient. Every time people drop over a prescription, they want it right away. I was at work today and this lady had to drop over a prescription so I said, okay ma'am, I can get your prescription ready in 15 minutes. She's like, 15 minutes? Why does it take you 15 minutes to take pills from a big bottle and stick it in a little bottle? <laughs> I said, okay ma'am, I'll get, it. I'll get it done as soon as possible. I get her prescription done in 5 minutes. I said, is there anything else I can help you with, ma'am? She's like, well, I have a question. Does my new medication interact with any of my old medications? I said, I'm not really sure. To be honest, I don't even know what that is. I just grabbed some shit from that big bottle.